Hello and welcome back to the Self Discovery Podcast, a place where we chat all things self-discovery, personal development, manifestation, living your purpose and your best goddamn life. My name is Ailey and I'm a personal development coach dedicated to helping people who are unsatisfied to live a much more fulfilling life. So hello and welcome back to the pod. Um, this has been a bit of a weird week being at home with my parents, very strange. So if you have followed along my journey, you will have known that we're up sticks and moving across the world to Australia in September with our two children, age three and she will be one. Um, so right now we are living in my parents' house because we've sold our house. We moved out about a week and a half ago and uh, there's now seven of us living in a house and it's two dogs and it's absolutely chaos. But do you know what? I find myself still feeling so incredibly grateful. Like it's been such a whirlwind the past few weeks, but I'm finding the time just to sit and kind of bask in the gratitude and the gratefulness because like this is something that I've wanted or both of us have wanted for such a long time and it's finally, finally happening. And honestly, I'm going through some weird emotions. Like it's just crazy. It doesn't help the um, hormonal time of the month and all the rest of it, but it's honestly, I feel like I've been so up and down with emotions. I'm so, so, so excited, but I'm also terrified and I'm really, really nervous, but at the same time, I'm really intrigued. We have moved house three times in the last six, seven years um, and it's because we've never felt at home. Uh, any house we've moved into, we've really liked at the start and then we just think, I've just not felt at home. And honestly, when we went to Australia the twice that we've been, we just fell in love with the place and I kept thinking, oh, this could be my local coffee shop, this could be my local beach. Like, imagine waking up and walking along the beach on a Sunday morning and I just felt like I could settle. So I'm really, really intrigued to see that if we feel at home straight away or if we feel at home despite the fact we're going to be renting for the first couple of years. So that's going to be a big tailor to me because not only are we leaving everybody that we know and moving across the other side of the world, but we're also going to be renting. So it's not as if we can really make the house our own just yet. But I just have this gut feeling that we'll feel at home straight away, regardless of the fact it's not our home. Um, So watch this space. I will keep you posted. And I'm so glad and so thankful that you are coming along this journey with me. So it's been a yeah bit of a whirlwind, cancelling direct debits, arranging a leaving party. We've got Mava, my daughter's first birthday, coming up in August. Um, so I've been a bit under pressure lately and I have a massage booked later today. And oh my God, cannot wait. I've booked a deep tissue massage for an hour. I think the last time I had a massage, I went on a spa weekend away when Mava was about three months old and she's almost 11 months old. So that's the last time I had a massage. I don't know why I've left it this long. My back is in tatters. I'd done a workout yesterday and I just felt my lower back really, really tense up and tight and as if it was just going to get in the way of me exercising. So can't wait, but I'm in a good place. My mindset is great, all things considering, and I'm absolutely buzzing about my massage. So not not sure if I've mentioned that, Um, but I'm not sure if I'm more excited about getting the knots out my back or being child free for an hour. Or maybe just getting to lie in a bed for an hour without being disturbed. Anyway, 
So apologies for the crap sound last week. I was sitting under a Velux window and it was pissing down with rain. Would you believe that in the depths of winter in Australia, because it's their winter just now, it's 19 degrees and sunny. And I opened our blinds today. It's 14 degrees, grey and rainy. And it's the height of our summer. Like, yeah, no brainer, moving to the sun. Anyway, I posted an Instagram slash Facebook post. I think it was maybe yesterday or a couple of days ago. Um, It was about how drastic change leads to lasting change. And I wanted to delve a little bit deeper into this. So I thought it would be worthwhile doing an episode all about this and how to make changes that lead to lasting change in your life. So probably like most of you, I've read a fair few self-help books over the years. And in my episode that I did with Edward Reed, he referred to them as shelf help books because you read them once, you stick them in a shelf, and he is absolutely right. Except mine ended up in my bedside drawer, not shelf. But I have certainly read a few. And when we were packing the house to move, I realised just how many books I had that I never actually finished. So I used to buy any self-help book that was either recommended to me or suggested in a podcast or I heard about it. But my problem was is that I would read them and get really engrossed in them and then I would start implementing all these little things into my life out of the books, but I would never finish a book. I've honestly very, very rarely finished a self-help book and I am ashamed to admit it but I am still reading a book that I started when my daughter, Mava was born. And she's almost 11 months. Now, as most of you know who have had children, baby brain, newborn baby, toddler equals no time to read. But, I mean, come on, she's nearly 11 months. <laughs> I've also been on a holiday, albeit a holiday is not a holiday with two children under the age of four. But it's, yeah, it's ridiculous. I have still not finished the book. I get bored easily in most aspects of my life and I found it really hard to implement new routines and new habits and life hacks for long enough that they would become a habit. And then I discovered the book Atomic Habits, which helped me immensely, but I've never actually finished the book. So now I use my kids as an excuse a lot for these things, especially when trying to implement new routines or habits. And especially when it comes to healthy eating or my quote-unquote fit girl lifestyle, I am forever losing motivation, not finding the time, giving into tiredness. I got into a good groove of getting up about five, half five in the morning. Um, I can get up that time absolutely no bother and spend a couple of hours on myself, spending that time how I wish doing a morning routine Ideally, meditating, journaling, a bit of exercise and maybe just setting the tone for the rest of the day. In an ideal world, I would absolutely smash this. I would be in my fit girl era before I knew it. But I have two children who do not understand that they're supposed to sleep solidly from 7pm till 7am. They must have missed that memo. So don't get me wrong, we get the occasional night where they both sleep right through till 7ish. But the majority of times... One of them is up at least once through the night and one or both are awake at the crack of dawn. So this morning Maeva was coughing, she's a coughing fit, 
at, I don't even know what time it was, five o'clock, something like that. And then managed to finally get her back to sleep. She came into the bed with us and Blair was awake at 10 to, five, 10 to 6, sorry. So the idea of me getting up at 5 o'clock, half 5, does not phase me at all because I'm doing that anyway. But when the kids are up from that time, I just do not have the time to spend on myself because they need me as soon as they wake up. So I want to be able to get to that point, but I have come to terms with the fact that my early morning routine to spend time on just me isn't happening right now. At least until the kids are that bit older, that even if they wake up early, they can play with some toys. They can maybe work out how to watch the iPad themselves without needing mummy for the moment they open their, their eyes. So I get it. I'm fine with it. I need to find the time in other ways and at other times of the day. I manage to do the things that I want to do, but it's just not in like a block of time, like one or two hours solidly that I would like to do. I have to break it up and do things individually. So with that being said, though, I have implemented a lot into my day-to-day life that has helped shift my mindset and lift my mood that has helped me tremendously along my personal development journey so far. And I will continue to work and improve on these things and especially depending on what season you are in in your life. So just now my season is, in terms of business, is very creative and creating a website, creating programs. And in terms of home life, it's just quite chaotic. It really is. And children under four, you know, I've got a, a not long-term three-year-old and an almost one-year-old, it is pretty chaos. So I know when I come out that season that I will have the time to spend on myself in blocks of hour or two hours, whatever. But also when we go back to Australia, when we go back to Australia, when we move to Australia, David will be going back to work in shifts. So my husband is in the police and he will be going back to work in shifts. Um, so that obviously will come with some issues in itself because right now he works Monday to Friday and it's great. But the shifts mean that this gives me a bit more flexibility with time off in terms of right now, any time off I've got, I'm with the kids all the time. And it may mean that I have more time to do things because he's around on days that he's maybe not used to. But it's, I wanted to talk about the changes that we need to make in order to make the lasting changes. And that is the drastic changes that we need to make. So don't get me wrong, the changes that we implement in our day-to-day lives, these small changes that we do, can collectively change our lives. However, we need to implement a lot of them and avoid losing motivation along the way. So it takes two to three months to form a habit. So that shit's going to take some time if you're trying to form several habits at once to change your life. So Introducing new habits is absolutely necessary when working on your personal development and you have to replace habits that are not serving you with new habits that are pushing you closer to what you ultimately want. But you're going to need to do that and it's also going to help your mindset and your health, your well-being and it will absolutely be a requirement to allow you to step into the best version of you. But changing these small habits alone will not change your life. If you're on your personal development journey, something in your life is probably not going right for you. So be that your career, your relationships, your relationship with yourself, your lifestyle, whatever that may be, something has brought you on the path of personal development. 
and it's guided you to investigate how you can change your life. Now, you may not be at your rock bottom or you may not be in such a negative place, but something isn't right. You're not 100% happy in all aspects of your life and you are certainly not living your purpose. So changing habits will help this and will absolutely help you feel better, but it will not change your results enough to notice massive shifts and it certainly won't happen very quickly. The thing is, when you make drastic changes, you are sending out such a powerful message to the universe. You're saying, universe, I am ready for these big changes. Give me what you've got. You are showing that you're committed to living the life that you truly want and that you have faith in yourself, which is setting the intention to the universe that you are ready to receive all the good stuff it can throw at you. The reason most people don't make drastic change is because they let their fears and their limiting beliefs get in the way. They are what keep us in our comfort zone. But no one has got to where they want to be and no one has been super successful by staying in their comfort zone. Your fears and your beliefs aren't true. There's no hard facts behind them. They're simply stories that you are telling yourself to talk you out of going after what you truly want. They will keep you in your comfort zone where you know it's safe. But what's got you here won't get you to where you want to be. That's one of my favourite sayings. Because we all must face growth and change and development because it's inevitable for our personal development journeys and absolutely essential to get to where we want to be. Let me tell you, there is a reason why we all have desires. It's because what is desired by us is destined for us. But that means that your desires will look different to you and they won't match the desires of the other people around you. But that's okay. They each have their own desires and whether they listen to them or not or go after them or not is their own prerogative. But that's where seeking advice, guidance and validation just gets in the way of you achieving your desires because it doesn't make logical sense to other people. But desires are not logical. The universe is not logical. Manifestation is absolutely not logical. So if it makes sense to you, that's all that matters. Those little niggles of, I'd love to move to Italy and run my own olive farm. Or I'd love to quit my job and be my own boss. I'd love to live off grid and spend my days hiking and growing my own veg. These are all little niggles that nudge you slightly closer towards understanding what your deepest desire is. For me, as I said, ever since I first visited Australia, we went in 2016, I have absolutely desired to live there. Every street I'd walk down, I would imagine living there. I would imagine walking past like coffee shops and restaurants and start to think, oh, they could be my local place. I could meet up with friends and grab a coffee. I don't know what it was, but I just had this inner knowing that I was meant to live there. Luckily, I married someone who also felt the same because that would be pretty awkward if he didn't want to move. Anyway, you know, we got on on with life. We got married. We moved house twice. I um, both got promoted. We've had babies. But in the back of my mind, there was always this little niggle about Australia that I just couldn't shift. Anytime I spoke to someone about Australia, I just lit up. I was lit up inside and I remember a colleague of mine we used to spend a lot of time together 
and we used to go in car journeys up and down to Manchester and it was eight hour drives a day and we just used to talk about it and he used to say to me your face just lights up whenever you talk about it I know you're meant to be there and I don't know what it was I just I just knew but I knew I would struggle to feel at home in Scotland although this is my home I just don't want to settle here I just don't want this to be my life forever you know why else move house three times in six seven years I just didn't feel settled but thankfully I followed these nudges and my dream is now becoming my reality and in less than two months we'll have moved to Australia permanently and I could not be more content or happier with that decision I I followed my intuition and the universe has just opened the doors that I really thought couldn't be opened. Now, it takes massive balls to make such such a ballsy move. Not everyone would up sticks and take two kids across the world, leave everything and everyone they know behind. But I am so confident that this will have been the best decision we've ever made. And I know that if we refuse the opportunity, our lives would never change enough. And my life would never change enough for me to be happy. All the new habits, routines and life hacks wouldn't get me to the place that I have longed for for so long. That's a place of freedom, happiness and contentment. I needed to make massive shifts, drastic changes. Otherwise, I would not get to this place. So I'm going to be real honest here. Your life is not going to change enough for you to be truly happy unless you take drastic action. That action will look different to each person, but it could mean that you quit the job that really doesn't fulfil you anymore, or you leave a toxic relationship or situations that no longer serve you. You move to another country, knowing you'll feel more at home there than you ever have wherever you've grown up. You sell everything you own and go travelling in a camper van, Trust me, these drastic changes are sending immense signals to the universe that you have done just surviving through life. You do not want to just survive and you now want to experience life for how good it can actually be. We're so used to ignoring these nudges, continuing to live a life that just does not fulfil us, continuing to live an existence based on beliefs that will forever hold us back from being our authentic selves. And unless we listen to those nudges and propel ourselves into the version of ourselves that we want to become, if you're desperate to make changes but can't move past the fear, ask yourself, what would my highest self do? Would she sit back in fear and let opportunities pass her by? Or would she take every opportunity with both hands and go after what makes her feel good and what feels right? Anytime you're faced with a change and you start to say I should do this or I should do that ask yourself why why should I ask yourself do I need to and do I want to so take quitting your job for example it's a limiting belief that may pop up that I can't leave my job I need the money I should stay in my job because it's stable it provides a stable income okay do I need my job No, it's just your beliefs telling you that you do. Money doesn't come from your employer. Money comes through your employer. You attract money to you. So you can make money doing a variety of things that make you feel much better than this job does right right now. So no, you don't necessarily need your job. Do I want my job? Well, no, because it's not fulfilling me. It's, I'm not happy. So 
ask yourself, do you need it? Do you need it truly? And do you want it? That should determine your outcome because you can then start living life according to what you actually want and not what you should be doing. And yes, it's scary and it's uncomfortable and you will learn a few lessons along the way. But life is there to be enjoyed and lived to the fullest, not living a mere existence that leaves you feeling unsatisfied and unfulfilled, just wishing there was more to life. Growth is uncomfortable But comfort is not going to get you where you want to go. And growth isn't true growth without the discomfort. But be careful not to make that drastic decision and then slowly start to rebuild your old life without even realising it. So say, for example, you decide to quit your job because you, you want to do something that leaves you feeling satisfied and fulfilled. But you automatically start applying for new jobs that your skill set fits in with. And although you get yourself a shiny new job and a shiny new office, for the first while you feel elated, you feel like you've made the right choice, but before you know it, you've rebuilt your old life and you find yourself right back in a job that doesn't fulfil or satisfy you in any way. Equally, you leave a toxic relationship because you know you deserve better. You start dating someone new and before you know it, you've found yourself in a similar situation with a similar type of guy or girl. And you just say, I always attract the dickheads. What's wrong with me? But unless you change your beliefs about yourself and your worth when it comes to your relationships, you can easily start to rebuild your old life again just with a different partner or just with a different job. It takes drastic change. Changing jobs isn't a drastic change. Quitting your job and going after your dream is a drastic change. There's a difference. I had a coaching client that about six months ago, he lost his job and he was beginning to, it was well, he was beginning to dislike it anyway. So he had a dream of owning his own company and building it up for himself. But he was then faced with a job offer, which was quite a commute away, but it was an attractive job offer. It was a good salary, a good company to work for. And it was in the industry that he knew like the back of his hand. Now, he considered taking that job, but thankfully didn't. He's now thriving, running his own business. But had he taken that job, would it have moved him closer to what he ultimately wanted? Well, the answer is no, quite the opposite. It would have moved him further away and pushed the timeline out even further. What this was, was his fears and his limited beliefs, making him think that he needed to be given a stable income from an employer in order to earn money and had he taken the job he would have slowly rebuilt the life that he once had that he no longer wanted. So trust me when I say drastic change I don't mean changing jobs to another employer I mean changing careers to something that truly lights you up inside. Be your own boss or manifest your ultimate dream job. Move abroad to the place you fell in love with. Go after your dreams I promise it'll be worth it because even if it doesn't work out the way that you thought it would, you'll have learned a million lessons. You'll have lived a life that others are too scared of doing. You'll have followed your intuition and your heart and trusted yourself and the universe and will undoubtedly have made wonderful memories along the way. You can always get another job. You can always come home 
You can always make new people, make new friends. Pushing yourself out of your comfort zone is scary as shit, but you are not going to die. You're not going to end up destitute and on the streets. And I can guarantee you the worst case scenario story that's going around your head is nowhere near what the reality will actually be. So trust yourself, trust your gut and let the universe guide you along the way. If you want real change, it takes real courage. But you are more than capable of, of, of achieving whatever it is that you want in life. You have no idea what your true abilities really are. So I'm going to end this podcast episode here. I've really enjoyed this topic. I hope you have too. Um, if you want to hear more about this topic of living more authentically, drop me a DM or an email because I'm going to be releasing at the end of this month a five-day mini program all about aligning with your authentic self and having the courage to live authentically. So have a fabulous week. I will be back next week with another episode.